Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, unfortunately, on that last part, it seems like recently. Uh, yeah. So, first, I'd like to start with an apology. Due to circumstances completely within my control, I failed to get an episode out last week. They weren't, they weren't completely within your control. Oh, no, no. I've had the episode recorded. I could have set it up before I tore my computer down and, you know, moved my internet. You could But I have. didn't. But the internet, we'll blame the internet. <laughs> yeah, so I moved last weekend. Uh, we had a, an episode that we had recorded before we moved, but I did not get it up on to our, pod, our podcast host before I tore my workstation down. And so, yeah, I uh, apologize for that. Got internet back. Don't have my workstation set back up yet, but I do have my laptop ready to go. So we'll be able to get this one out. Uh, and and to you to your ears, yeah. So. For for what it's worth, because uh, the boycott continues is all I'm saying on my part. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I haven't really been watching a whole lot of wrestling. I did watch Raw this week. I did not get to SmackDown before we recorded, but I will probably check it out at some point in the next day or so. Yeah. We'll see what the what the review sites say about it. Mm-hmm. So, what are we drinking? So, this week we have Yellowstone American Single Malt Whiskey. We've had the regular Yellowstone on here before. Uh, I don't remember what it is. I know it's like an 80 proof or maybe a 90, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing no, quite like this. This is the Single Malt. Of course, uh, this is a, let me see. It is a single malt, so 100% malted barley, uh, and perfectly aged in a charred American oak barrel. So, wouldn't that technically qualify this as a bourbon? No corn. No corn. Okay, you're right. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If it's a if it's 100% barley, then it's it's no corn. No, <laughs> no corn. I forgot that bourbon needed corn. I I was focusing on yep. the, the 51%. Yep. So, but they, if they would have done like a 51.49. Absolutely bourbon. Yep. <laughs> but here we have the single malt. It's a little more expensive. About $65 is what I paid for it. Not too bad. And it the, is. <laughs> I was going to say, and the one thing about Yellowstone, of course, is like a percentage of all of their sales goes to the National Park Service, which yeah. is kind of cool. Very cool. As Ron Swanson said in, uh, was it Community? It's the one federal program that's worth something. Yeah. Now, that's not true, but right, there there are a few. <laughs> there others. are several others, and there's if we wanted to go down the political side, there's several yeah. more that we should get, but we'll stay away from all of that. Fifty four percent alcohol by volume, making it a hundred and eight proof. It's gonna be spicy, so it's gonna be have a little bit of spice to it. It does smell sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got uh, a real like it's got a flowery smell to it. Yeah, it's you know? it's got a really nice nose. Yeah, on like, it. Like this smells like, like I think florist. Yeah, is, is what now, I'm getting. According to the bottle, we should have notes of honey, dates, 
and spiced pear with a strong oak and cinnamon finish. Don't you tell me what I taste, bottle. <laughs> well, let's find out. Yeah, let's find Cheers. out. Cheers. I definitely get the cinnamon. And you know, for 108 proof, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. It's not drinking fire. That's a positive. Yeah. Um, it's not bad at all. I well, kind of like the flavor to it. It's. I get the honey. I think that comes from that sweet floral scent, obviously. Obviously. Definitely got the cinnamon. I'm not so sure on the date part. But yeah. to be fair, my experience with dates tends to be in fruitcake and, well, you know. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know that I could tell you what a date tastes like. I'm sitting here t- thinking to myself, is date, is that what they use in Fig Newtons? Or no, that's fig, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it's in the <laughs> title, so, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Although, I do believe dates are dried figs, I think. Time to time to Google that because I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We need uh, an ombudsman, right, to to do the searches for us. Well, Let's while you see. Google that up, let me jump into what happened on Monday Night Raw. Okay, so we start out Monday Night Raw this week with not, a. It is not. It is just a. It is a fruit that comes from the date palm tree. Makes sense, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. You live, you learn, and we'll forget this information before we leave here today. Right. I don't know why I thought it was a dried fruit, but I guess or dried fig, but it's a dried fruit. I so. think they're I think they're closely re- related. <laughs> yeah, it looks like probably. Them. Anyways, before we give out any more false information on the whiskey and wrestling right. podcast. We start out Monday Night Raw with a deal being made between the Bloodline and the Judgment Day to take out each other's rivals. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get back to that. We have Bianca Belair defeating Dakota Kai. We have Cody Rhodes failing to get his hands on Brock Lesnar, but we do set that match up for the upcoming Backlash pay-per-view, which you know comes. It's going to be in Puerto Rico. Did you know that? I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. Seth Rollins defeats The Miz via pinfall uh, because that was a match that had to take place. Apparently, The Miz is blaming Seth Rollins for his losses at WrestleMania that Seth had taken cheap shots on him in the weeks beforehand. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's It's not that... You know, the Miz is the joke of the industry at the moment and is the jobber to the stars. Right. And joke of the industry is too strong, but he's the jobber to the stars right now. Absolutely. Uh, He is a former world champion, and he's somebody that they can throw the championship on, Mm -hmm. believably, if they need to. Yep. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory ends in a no contest uh, when Bronson Reed attacks. So we'll, we're going to end up with Bronson Reed versus Bobby Lashley at Backlash. I don't think they've officially made that a match yet, but that's where we're headed. Trish Stratus, who turned heel last week, 
We haven't talked about that on here. Right. But she did turn heel on Becky last week. She explains her actions. She is the most important in the hist- most important person in the history of WWE. That's did you cool. know? Yeah. She is solely responsible for opening the door for the women's revolution. Hmm. Um, okay. You know, she main evented um, um, the first, she was the first woman to main event Raw. Not her and Becky Lynch, or not Becky Lynch, um, Lita. Just her. Okay. Lita okay. gets no, you know, gets none of that. Okay. It is okay. all Trish's accomplishments. And we should all be saying, thank the, the, you, Trish. The, the manager for, for Testin Albert, for TNA, right? Yes. The, the manager for them. The woman who was on a dog collar crawling around on the floor barking. Oh, okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure I had the same Trish Stratus. Yes, yes, that, same, right. that same Trish Stratus. Okay, okay, that tracks. Uh, to be fair, she was a heel for most of her run. Yeah. And her fitting back into a heel role works fine. Yeah. I'm not upset in the slightest by it. I think it was a little soon. I think it was very soon. I think the storyline might be kind of dumb. The 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 reason why is kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh they could have easily gone with a Becky picked Lita uh and arguably I'm more important than Lita. I'm not the only one, but I'm more important than her, so she should have picked me. Yada yada. Yeah. So also She's 47 years old and looks like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just wanted to throw that out there. She's mm-hmm. taken very good care of herself. Oh, yeah. That's easy to do when you have a lot of money. Yes, yes. And, and the way she was making money outside of WWE mm-hmm. when she left was a yoga yes. type thing. Yes. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville defeated Michan and Candice LeRae via pinfall. And then we're going to talk about what happened with the bloodline and Judgment Day. Okay. Uh, we start this out with a Sola Sokoa defeating Rey Mysterio via pinfall. Sure. It, right, it was a good match. You know, okay. what you would expect. So we're going to get some new feuds. We're going to get some new stuff going no, right here. No, not at all. Not, not at all. So like, but uh, like they don't they don't so, they've never wrestled or anything so that's like a new yeah, feud. No, no, this is the deal that was made that they were in the the Judgment Day and the Bloodline were going to partner up to take out each other's rivals. So Solo defeats Rey Mysterio and then they beat down the new Latino World Order because they're really playing that up that they've brought back the Latino World Order. I hate it. Uh, and then our main event of the evening was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle, who has returned, okay. defeating Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Dominic Mysterio via pinfall. Okay. So after the Ray solo match, they beat down the LWO. Mm-hmm. There was a backstage segment. 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 What? Segment. Segment. <laughs> there was a backstage segment where. Paul Heyman asked Finn Balor, or asked the Judgment Day as a whole, what they thought and were they pleased, and he got a, eh. so, eh. and then we have the main event, where Judgment Day, of course, lose to the most over faces in the company right now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And afterwards, we end up with a brawl um, to end the show. 
Not this, a brawl in my wrestling in 2023. Uh, yes, a brawl in your wrestling in 2023. I yeah, don't believe it. They they come out. Of course, after the match, after the faces get the win, the bloodline attack. Out comes the LWO. Everybody brawls to end the show. There, there you go. Cool. Yeah. So tell us how disappointing uh, Rampage or uh, uh, Dynamite was. So Dynamite kicks off with pretending doing its best cosplay of a of a mid two thousands episode of Raw uh, with a twenty minute promo segment where Jungle Boy is in the ring, walks down. As he goes to say his first word, Sammy Guevara, his music wait, hits. Wait, wait, Didn't this happen like three weeks ago? Yeah, I, are you sure you got the right one up? I do, I do. Okay. So Sammy comes down. And he he soaks in the booze for a moment, and then he goes to say something, and he gets like a couple of words out when Darby Allen's music hits. And then Darby comes down. And at this point, they have a, a a promo off between the three of them where each of them... <laughs> there are no winners. There, there are no winners. <laughs> There's only losers, and we are the losers. The three of them have... They each say something kind of good about another one, and then they trash them. So it, it's getting nowhere in the ring, and then MJF's music hits. And he walks out on stage and says, you know, you all want a shot at my at the at the triple B. Um, and the crowd starts standing for a four-way match. And he says, nope, there will be no four-way match. We aren't doing that. Instead, we're going to have a tournament where two of y'all will fight, and then one of you is going to get a bye. And he has like a, a stagehand come out with a hat. He pulls a name out of the hat, and he pulls Darby's name out. So Darby gets a bye. He says, so next week on Dynamite, uh, Sammy Guevara will fight Jungle Boy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Y'all going to do that in the main event tonight. And then he walks off. So main event tonight for the show, Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy. So after they go away, we have a women's world champion, uh, or women's tag match, Jamie Hayter and Ruby Soho, or Jamie Hayter and Britt versus Ruby Soho and Tony Storm. The faces win. Uh, Brooke or uh, Britt Baker puts Ruby in the lockjaw and taps her out, and then Soraya jumps in the ring and starts attacking. And there's a beatdown. Hooray! Uh, we get a backstage segment with Wardlow. He says that uh, you know he used to have a horseman in his corner. Uh, he's gonna have one in his corner tonight. Uh, to help even the odds against QT. Uh, and Arn Anderson walks out. Cool. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks cut a promo on John Moxley and BCC, which causes Brian Danielson to show up on the screen, which distracts them, which lets BCC get in the ring and beat them all almost to death. And then Danielson walks out and calls them amateurs, and then they continue to beat them up for an entirely too long amount of time until Takeshita comes running well, out. Remember, 
Remember, he says that Kenny is not an amateur. Yeah, he does say that Kenny is not an amateur. Well, he says that Kenny has the potential to not be an amateur. Yeah. And then they beat them up, and then Takeshita comes running out and makes a save. No, no, no. Don no. Callis comes running Don out. Don Callis tries. Yeah, that's right. Don Callis and, runs out, and then they kind of run Don Callis off, and then he comes back in a minute with Takeshita. He basically goes in the back and's like, I'm going to find somebody to come beat you up. He, like, pulls Takeshita out. Takeshita is totally confused as yeah. to what's happened. He's he like, just, he goes sure, like, sure, I'll, I'll go, go up. I'll go mix up. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, then we have the TNT title match, uh, Hobbs versus Wardlow, where Wardlow wins the belt back. So, Wardlow won the belt on the pay-per-view, kept it for three days, and lost it at Dynamite at the end. Uh, what was that? The That was the beginning of March, wasn't it? Or was it the end of March, beginning of April? When yeah, something up. like that. Whenever he he won it on Revolution, and then which was beginning middle of March, March, middle of March. Was it middle? Okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. It was he sometime it in there, March. He won it. Lost it the next Dynamite. Like he kept it for three days. Hobbs has had the belt, had like two matches, and now Hobbs has lost the belt back to Wardlow. Which, to be fair, referring back to that, somebody stole the belt. Yeah, and they actually turned that into a storyline. Like yeah. he was legitimately robbed. But then they turned it into the storyline of whatever group that uh, What's-His-Face is part of. Right. Uh, QTV. Yes. And then uh, then after this, you know, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus came out, and it's like, I'm challenging you type stuff. I don't even think there was. Was there even there was words nothing, there? It was there just was a, nothing said, but it was <laughs> it was that I'm your next challenger type thing. Um. Renee is in the back giving Sammy Guevara an interview when MJF walks up and's like, hey, you want to face me at uh, all out or at double or nothing and not have to worry about this? Sammy's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to face you anyway. And MJF's like, yeah, but wouldn't you like it to be easier? Like, here, I want you to, you know, I'm going to help you get there. And Sammy's like, no, nah, I'm just going to do it. And MJF hands him a blank check and says, fill out what it'll cost. Sammy writes down a number and hands it to uh, MJF, and MJF plays off like the, that's a lot of zeros, <laughs> but deal. Uh, we then have Switchblade, Jay White versus Commander. Really good match. Uh, Jay White wins. Sean Spears was at ringside. Um, He gets pulled over the barricade by Jay White and... Uh, Juice Robinson? No, he gets pulled over by Juice Robinson. Yeah, Jay wasn't Juice involved Robinson. at this point. But the two of them do beat up yeah. Spears for a few seconds. Then Spears gets the upper hands and sends them packing. Um, We go to a backstage segment with Mark Briscoe, where he is in the trainer's room, and he's telling the trainer that he can go because there was going to be a six-man tag match tonight. You're, 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 you skipped over the best part of this segment. Oh, yeah, where FTR's like, where's Mark? FTR's being interviewed, yeah. and they're told that Mark had been attacked. Like, oh, my God, where's Mark? And they're like, he's over there in the trainer's room. And so they, they go, like, five steps away <laughs> into the trainer's room. Yes. And Mark's sitting there. He's got, like, an ice pack on his neck. And and Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singer, and they're talking to him. So FTR, they're like, what are y'all doing in here? What are y'all doing in here? We're faces, we're heels. Right, and Mark kind of shouts them all down and says, look, guys, I can't go. The, the doctor won't let me, even though I want to. And the doctor's like, you can't go. And he's like, see, I told you. You know, <laughs> so 
they set up a match for next week where uh, FTR will join up with Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett to fight uh, who was it? whoever jumped them. I don't remember who it was now. It was, um, I don't remember. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. Oh, the guns. Uh, it was the guns and somebody it was else. The guns and somebody. I, I don't care. Nobody does. Although I did think it was kind of funny that Mark Briscoe is the glue that can bring faces and heels together, apparently. Right. <laughs> Maybe Mark Briscoe should go mediate uh, between Kenny and CM Punk. You know, he can make it happen. Apparently, CM Punk and Kenny are. I'm not going to say they're friends. I'm not going to say they're okay, but they're the closest of yeah. those guys. It's the Bucks that want nothing to do with CM Punk. And you know what? Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. So Jericho comes down to the ring in what I can only call the worst segment of wrestling in a long time. Jericho comes down to the ring. He calls out Adam Cole. They have a, a, a back and forth, which results in Adam Cole being jumped. Britt Baker comes down to the ring to make the save. Then the outcasts show up and attack Britt. And then Jericho gets a kendo stick while Garcia handcuffs Cole to the bottom ring rope. Then Jericho hands the kendo stick to Soraya, who starts beating up Britt. While Adam Cole shouts, no, stop it, you asshole. No, stop, stop, stop. Man. I hated every minute of this. Where were the faces? Right. You had zero faces, women or men, coming down to to stop this. Keith Lee and Adam Cole shook hands last week in that, hey, I got your back. Keith Lee didn't come down. Now, th- now they did a Nothing. they did an injury angle with Hater earlier, and we forgot right. about this Wednesday night. They did night. an injury angle with Hater, so that's but why she didn't come down. I still but would have had her come out with like the the trainers trying to hold her back. You could have done anything. Like here. it just it made everybody who is a face on the and on the AEW roster yep. look like look chumps. And what makes it even worse? is that as the medical staff is taking Adam Cole and Britt to the back, the next match is the acclaimed with uh, Daddy Ass versus Cool Hand Ange, Daddy Magic, and Jake Hager. And as they come out on the ramp, they, like, wave at them, ha-ha, laughing. Like, they could have come out on the ramp with chairs and kendo sticks and everything and been, like, brandishing towards the... Uh, the yeah. locker room and as a try to come out here and we'll beat you up. Yeah. And it would have worked. Mm-hmm. It would have made sense. But one small change would have made a lot of difference. But no. No, we can't do that. No. God forbid Tony be a good booker. Mm-hmm. So this ends up with, of course, uh, the acclaimed and daddy ass winning. That's, you know, kind of how that goes i think this was the match where if they lost they had to join the jericho appreciation society so you knew that was not going to happen then we get to our main event yes we had a tnt title swap Mm -hmm. we had that the jericho cole angle thing 
None of that's the main event. Main event, Spanish God Sammy Guevara versus Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy overcomes all the odds, wins, and the crowd goes home happy. Yeah, no. Um, what? MJF comes down and hits Jungle Boy with the diamond and then hides behind the ring apron while Sammy Guevara gets the pin. Wrong. No, no, no. That's what happened. No, he didn't get a pin. Oh, he tapped. That's right. No. No. Jungle uh, Boy was counted Jungle out. Jungle Boy was counted out. That's right. That's right. They did all of that for a count out. For a count out. Yes. And and that's right because it was the dumbest thing I've seen in a count out. Yes. The ref is counting. He counts up to eight. And then he stops. Well, Jungle Boy gets up and is trying to get into right. the ring. And MJF, like, pulls him away or, or... So... I'm trying to remember exactly how this happened because the ref gets to eight and then gets Sam, distracted. Sammy distracts him. Sammy, that's right. Sammy and distracts MJF the ref. then hits Jungle no, Boy. MJF hit the hit Jungle Boy before that, I thought. Mm, no. It was uh, oh, while okay. Sammy was distracting okay, the ref. So Sammy because distracts... Uh, that's right, that's right. Sammy, Sammy put Jungle Boy through the table. Well... That's right. Into the table. The table that's did right. not that's break. Right. <laughs> um, Jungle Boy's going to get back in the ring. Sammy distracts the ref. MJF hits him. And then the ref kind of looks around, and Sammy yells at the ref, you were at eight. And the ref goes, oh, nine. That, Ten. That should have been. Out. Even, okay. One account out there is dumb. Yes. Count out there is dumb. You roll him in the ring and you let Sammy pin him, but that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. He should have restarted the count. Yeah, easily. And the thing is, you could have, you could have, if you wanted to, still had the exact same ending where he gets counted out, but say restart at one and count to ten. Yeah, because one thing I I absolutely hate about AEW more so than WWE has ever thought about is the fact that the rules at AEW just feel like a suggestion. They're not even a suggestion. They're rewritten for every like, match. I, and they've tried to pull it a couple times where they've said, well, you know, the referee has a lot of discretion. Okay. So if the ref has a lot of discretion, why does the ref always seem to use his discretion for the benefit of the heel? It is getting to the point where it is almost worse watching AEW because of the refs than watching WWE type stuff. That's okay. I'm about to ruin um, AEW's bad booking with WWE's bad booking. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, so Friday Night SmackDown. Riddle is going to face Solo Sokoa in a no-DQ match. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens aren't in the building. That's amazing. Uh, so, I, I love this booking. <laughs> That's, yeah. So, of course, your winner <laughs> is Solo Sokoa. Jesus. Let's find out what else happened on this glorious show that was SmackDown. Judgment Day defeats LWO. Uh, so Judgment Day is Damian Priest and Finn Balor. They defeated Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar because God forbid that we move Judgment Day away from Rey Mysterio right. following his whole Dominic feud that 
Culminate, culminate. Finished at WrestleMania. Finished at WrestleMania. Culminated. Thank you. I could not get the word out of my mouth. My tongue would not form right. (laughs) (laughs) Zelina Vega uh, demanded that Adam Pearce book her against Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Backlash. That's going to go so well for Zelina. Oh, for sure. I mean, in Puerto uh, Rico and yeah. and and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. got she's got a chance. She's gonna she's gonna win. She's yeah. gonna beat Rhea Ripley because she's Puerto Rico for the SmackDown Women's yeah, Championship. Absolutely. She's gonna bring it to LWO. <laughs> a video package highlighted Shinsuke Nakamura's mar- uh, mixed martial arts background, which I was not aware that he had because he's a Career professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Karrion Cross calls out Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, sure. sure. <laughs> Ricochet and Braun Strowman defeat the Viking Raiders via pinfall. You remember the Viking Raiders were like the best tag team in the company? Yeah, and then they came back and they had this cool new entrance. Their heels. They've got Valhalla with them. So they've got they've got all the theatrics to go with it. Have they won a match? Not for a while. Yeah. We have the women's tag team championship, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez defeating Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Probably for the best. Yeah. Chelsea's character just isn't working for me. She's a Karen. And Sonya hasn't figured out what to do with herself. Intercontinental Championship, Gunther defeats Xavier Woods via submission. Seth Rollins versus Omos was announced for Backlash. And Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Bronson Reed was announced for Backlash. Uh, So, yeah, that was SmackDown. Um, Vince's fingerprints are all over the WWE now, and it's gross. Rampage has John Moxley beating Christopher Daniels. Uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy come out with Hook and Isaiah Cassidy uh, to talk about one Jeff Hardy coming back and they're glad to have him back. Yada yada yada. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's they, right, guys. Jeff Hardy. Jeff who Hardy is was back. most recently yeah. seen with a DUI arrest right, for like the seventh or fortieth one or something like that. Um. Last week, they announced that they were going to do a firm deletion match. This week, Stokely Hathaway comes out and interrupts him and wants to know more about what that match is, and Matt Hardy just told him that you know, all will be revealed in time. Ha, 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 ha. Delete, 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 delete. Uh, we had Miss Spooky herself, Julia Hart, uh, defeating Kira Hogan. Um, Apparently, the fans in the audience during this match have been chanting, let's go spooky. Well, they were chanting, let's go spooky, and there was also a beach ball that started being tossed around. Lovely. Look, like a match, don't like a match, whatever. That's We don't, we don't like a lot yeah. of things that don't the internet wrestling community likes. Don't be tossing a giant beach yeah, ball around asshole. while people are trying to watch a show. Um, we had FTR with, uh, of course, Dax and Cash with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. They beat Ari Davari, Slim J, Tony Nese, and Josh Woods, which I think is who actually attacked Mark Briscoe. Yeah. And then the main event was uh, the AAA Mega Champion, which was El Hijo del Vikingo for beating Dracolisto for the, to, to retain the title. So here's Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, all of that said. So, I want to reiterate here. Don't be an asshole to the people in the ring. Mm -hmm. Like them, hate them, like or dislike the matches that they put on, like or dislike the booking of the management team. Mm -hmm. Don't be an asshole to the people putting their bodies on the line for you. Yes. Um, And that extends a little bit to, or it extends a lot of bit, I guess, to don't be an asshole to wrestlers. Um, Something popped up on Twitter yesterday, I do believe. Kevin Owens called out somebody on eBay who was selling a signed Kevin Owens pop for like a hundred and something dollars. And the guy, in order to prove, quote unquote, the authenticity of the pop, has a video of him going up to Kevin Owens in an airport and getting him to sign it. Owens' response, he he reads somebody posted that on on Twitter. Owens responded to it with just pathetic. Yeah. Somebody then responded in that to or the video of Alexa Bliss signing a mountain of Alexa Bliss figures. Like this dude is following her down the airport concourse and she will sign one and go to hand him his pin back and he just takes that one and moves it to the bottom of the stack with another one there. She signed like 10 before she finally got a chance to hand him his pin back and get away. Just atrocious. Well, and, and we had the know, video of Ray a couple months back. Yeah, refusing where to sign there some was, stuff. yeah, there was four or five people each with probably mm-hmm. 10 or more yep. pops there. Yep. And Ray refused to sign. He signed one yep. for one person amongst mm-hmm. that entire group. Yep. Look, I'm going to beg you, do not buy signed figures off of eBay. Do not buy any signed merchandise Mm -hmm. off of eBay if that person is still alive. Yeah. I will will allow for... Sure, of course. If they're they're gone or or, or even retired, I would say, is okay. But Uh, if it's a... If they're uh, they're retired and they're not touring the the con circuit. Yeah. Yeah. if that person is alive, go buy the pop that you want or the shirt that you want, the figure that you want, whatever it is that you want them to sign, like, and find out when they will be near you doing like, a signing event and go and get your thing signed. Like, I get it, right? I get it to a point of, you know, hey, you want your favorite wrestler's signature, and you live out in BFE, and there are no conventions that come up close to you, are the ones that do, they never have wrestlers show up at them. You don't have options to go to, you know, there's no big coliseum of anything. So Raw or SmackDown or, you know, AEW or any of that, none of that ever comes close. And you want that figure, that, that signature. I get it, right? That said, maybe look at that eBay seller. Because on eBay, you can scroll to the bottom, and you can look up seller's other items. You can also look on eBay at, like, previously sold Mm. stuff. And if this guy's got 10 Kevin Owens pops up on eBay, maybe don't buy from that chucklehead. You're using a nicer word than I would have. Oh, yeah. 
well, I don't want I don't want us to have to mark this as either explicit or you to have to go in and edit. So I appreciate that. Don't buy from them. And this goes not just for wrestling. Like I'm going to reach out to the wider nerd community here. That goes for comic books. That goes for anything like that. Because these superstars, these celebrities, these artists, they are normal people mm-hmm. that are traveling. Yep. Just like we do. They are taking time out of their schedule to be nice and sign something for you. And even if it costs you 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 bucks for that signature. At a con, yeah. At a con. At a, at a con, it's going to cost you money because yeah. they are sitting there and that's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. That's how they're supplementing their income. Yeah. Guys, if signatures are something that you want, if autographs are something pay that you want, pay for them. Pay for them. Personally, I don't get it. I, I really do not. Me either. I don't get it. I don't have any signed merchandise that I own that like, I can think of. I have somewhere at my house. <laughs> this is how important it is to you. Right. And, and it should be, honestly. But somewhere at my house, I think it's in a file cabinet, I have a signed picture of Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and a signed picture of Andre the Giant. And I got that because... My father's orthopedic surgeon was the on-call surgeon, doctor type, when WWE would come to the Coliseum in Biloxi. And they would just give him stuff like that. I always went with Dad to his doctor's appointments. I was talking about wrestling one time. The next time he was at the show, he got them to sign a couple of 8x10s. Next time dad had an appointment, Dr. Longnecker gave them to me. Yeah. Very See, cool. That is cool. You right. have a personal connection with how you got them. Yeah. But you know what? And you like have I a said, story to tell. I do. But like I said, they're in a file cabinet somewhere. Yeah. One, I don't have them hanging on the wall anywhere. And two, I would never put them on eBay to sell them. Right. They mean something to me. So these, these assholes that bother these wrestlers, these celebrities, these whatever you want to put there, to get these are scum. Mm-hmm. And I wish eBay would do something about it. But eBay gets a cut of that sale, so eBay's not going to do anything yeah. about it. I know you have at least one other signed item that you paid for at a con. Yeah, I've got, that- I've got a uh, Mr. Sacco. Yeah. That I paid, I paid Mick Foley $75. For him to pull a brand new Hanes sock out of a bag that was sitting in his feet. And he sketched out a Mr. Sacco and signed it with a Sharpie. And then I got a picture of me holding Mr. Sacco with Mick Foley. Yeah. That was cool. But you know what? I paid the man 75 bucks for a $2 sock. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But you have the memory... But I have and you're a of fan of him. And I'm a fan of McFoley. And and so it was worth it to you yeah, to have it that. it was worth it to me. And, you know, if you wanted to, you could hang that. You could hang up your yeah. Hulk well, Hogan. I, I and, do. I have it. I actually have that pinned to one of my bookcases. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But I went to the con, mm-hmm. paid for it. Could I take that and put it on eBay for a couple hundred bucks? Probably. Yeah. But I'm not going to. I know one of our friends, and I'm not going to name any names, they have a signed photo with Kevin Nash. 
Mm-hmm. Or at least, I don't know if it's a signed photo or if they at least had a photo with Kevin Nash. Yeah. Kevin was down here for an event several years ago. Yep. This friend and their spouse and myself and a few others were involved in helping with a portion of that event. Yep. And so they took the opportunity. They got a a photo with Kevin Nash. Mm -hmm. More power to him. I bumped into Kevin Nash in the opening party, and I apologized, and that was the extent of my conversation. Yeah, you with didn't. Him. Oh my God, you're <laughs> Kevin Nash. Can you sign 14 action yeah. figures? Like I have one of you as as fake Kane. <laughs> I've got one of you as Diesel. I mean, you know, like yeah, no, this was. We were in this party. It was dark. It was crowded. There were people dancing. I was trying to maneuver through. He was trying to maneuver through. He's a significantly right. larger man than I am, and right. I'm already not a small man. And we bumped into each other. I apologized and moved on. And of course, of course, before we get the the calls, he was not fake Kane. Kane was fake Diesel. So it's <laughs> before we get somebody. Um, actually, I'm actually he was. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, some good news. Let's let's get off of this dark, dank, okay, crap, and some good news. It looks like Big E, yes, is healing extremely well. Mm-hmm. He shared his one year. Uh, news on Twitter the other day, mm-hmm. and it looks like everything is going well. He says he does not know if, if or when he will be able to return to wrestling. Yeah. He's got to talk with his doctors. He's been in the gym since, I think he said, two weeks mm-hmm. after his surgery. So he's doing very well. Yeah. Whether or not he returns. Here's hoping. I, I hope that he's able to return. If he wants to. Yes, exactly. If he has decided that he is done with yes. professional wrestling, like, then thank you, sir, for the entertainment. I will. Thank you for letting me get to know you to some extent. Right, as a fan. Yeah. As a fan. I I hate the fact that there is a possibility that we will never see Big E in the ring again. But with that said, if he does not want to get back in the ring... Exactly, like you said. Thank you for entertaining us. Now, I will say, according to the dirt sheets, mm-hmm. the current booking plan, whether it happens now or down the road, is Imperium New Day. That would be cool. Featured around a feud between Big E and Gunther. Yeah, That would be all right. I would be okay with that. Which... There's that part of me that's like, oh. I want to see this so bad. <laughs> but um, there's the other part of me. There's the logical part of me that is, Biggie, yeah. take care of yourself. Do what's best for you, man. Do what's right. best for you. If you are done in the ring, thank you. Yes. Um. So I don't think we've talked about it. CM Punk. There, there's a little bit of rumbling of the CM Punk news variety out there. Uh, <laughs> okay. FTR has been talking about CM Punk coming back and trying to hype up CM Punk coming back. Because apparently FTR and CM Punk are friends. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, (laughs) They've been trying to talk CM Punk, like talk him up on their podcast, which Dax is no longer doing. Yes. Uh, We'll talk about that in a minute. And yeah, they're they're talking about CM Punk coming back. Um. The rumoring currently, so take this with a grain of salt, obviously, 
is the plan is for him to be back on June 17th, I believe, mm-hmm. which will be a show in Chicago. The other part of this rumor that's tied in with it is that AEW is about to start a new show on Saturday nights, a two-hour show. So that will give them five hours of wrestling on TV every week, just like WWE has, only it'll be two, two, and one instead of three and two. And there will be a roster split involved with this. Punk will be on one show and the Elite will be on the other is what seems to be the the rumoring, the goings-on, the expectations. So, all the crap that we've talked about, Tony and how bad he's doing booking, mm-hmm. I stand behind all of that. Yes. I will also say without a shadow of a doubt, the size of AEW's current roster, mm-hmm. they need another two-hour show. Yes, absolutely. I'm 100% on board with that. 100% on board. I would request, humbly request, that Tony hire somebody to book that show for him. Yes. He's not going to. What I what I don't like about this, like I, I like the fact we're getting another show. I like the fact that we're going to do a brand split type thing so that people can actually get TV time. But I can't help but feel like if they're putting Punk as the headliner on one show and they've got the Elite on the other one, that it almost feels like Punk is being rewarded by being a headliner on a new show for his atrociously bad behavior. Now, take this for what you will. The Dirt Sheets have talked about how this is Warner Brothers' discovery that they want Punk as the anchor for the new show. Because, let's face it, the executives at Warner Brother Discovery, on top of being completely and utterly incompetent in what they do, when they think about professional wrestling, the only name that they know that's even associated with the wrestling pro- program that they have, yeah, is Punk, is CM Punk. Um, the other, there's, I'm glad you brought that up because there's also a little bit of weird mumblings going on that Warner Discovery is interested in getting into the bid for Raw on Monday nights. That would be awful news Yes, for AEW. I had Which, not heard this yet. Yes, I, I heard this the other day. Now, now again, take this for what it is. It's just a rumble. It's a thing in the background, right? But could you imagine that? Having Raw on like TBS or TNT on Monday nights, and then Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage on Friday, Collision on Saturday. Because from, from what this is talking about, it's only talking about Raw. That They have no interest in SmackDown. Well, they, they probably Raw. don't think that they can outbid Fox if Fox True. is even interested in maintaining Raw after the current uh, mm-hmm. contract. Uh, which I hope that they are, because that is the only professional wrestling that you can find on mm-hmm. regular television. and A network television re- wrestling show. Yeah, and... If we're being completely honest, the issues that we have with SmackDown recently, for the time they've been on Fox, they've been the superior show. Yes. There have been a couple of hiccups. Yeah. You know, but it hasn't been, like, there have been set stretches where SmackDown was worse, but taken as a whole, their run on Fox has been better overall 
I don't get to watch it for the podcast as much as I would like to because I don't have cable and I don't really have over the air right now. I just haven't been able to get Fox over the air. But that is the one. If I only could watch one wrestling show a week, and this includes AEW and Rampage, you know, Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. If I could only watch one professional wrestling show a week, I'm probably going to lean towards watching SmackDown. In theory, you could also get, you could go down to Walmart and buy a set of rabbit ears for 30 bucks Mm -hmm. and plug them into the input on your TV and where you live probably get Fox. I, I do. I do have an antenna. Okay. And it's just, I didn't get Fox. Okay. So I was going to say you might be you probably you might you might have to get one of well, the you just, might have to get one of the fifty dollar ones instead of the twenty dollars. Yeah, it, it, it honestly you know, just depends on on where you're at, Weather which way you're facing. Yeah, sure. When you, when you talk about the old it's analog all, style, it's all, it's, all, it's all digital, but even but it's still, still all directional. And it's stuff directional. Like that, so. We used to have in the house that I spent most of my youth in. We had a big antenna yeah, that we so bought we. and put in the attic, yep. and we set it up with uh, rigging that we could turn it so that we, if we wanted to pick up what was happening out of the New Orleans mm-hmm. channels, we could do that, yep. or we could turn it to Mobile and get the yep. new Mobile. That, so, that was my thing. It wasn't in the attic. It was outside, and I got to be the one that ran out on the porch in the lightning storm because the last thing we were watching was a Mobile channel, but Mom needed to see the weather from Biloxi, and... I tried to tell her it's lightning outside, and but that didn't do. No. No, I had to go out there and grab this giant lightning rod and spin it around while lightning is popping all over the place. But you Bil- know what? I digress. It builds character. To, uh, it builds character. To quote Mr. Taz, I digress, but I digress. <laughs> yeah. So, But that's the thing. You know, now that we've gone to the digital, some of that has gone away as far yeah. as antennas. Yeah. You still can get. But it's digital, but I'm going to refer to it as analog. Yeah. And the th- But the thing is, it's still, you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Right? Or at least you don't have to pay per month for it, I guess is the best way to put that. You in pay the, the one-time fee to the buy the product. To get, an, uh, to get an antenna, plug it in. And in some cases, you may not even need an antenna, right? You can get, there's a good chance you can get a Fox station, which yeah. means you can get SmackDown. Um, with that said... Yeah, SmackDown's generally been the better show. This Bloodline stuff is quickly curdling that to me mm-hmm. because really three years is enough for a storyline in the modern era. Um, I mean, people can sit out there and, well, Bruno had the belt for eight years and Hogan had it for like four. And I get that. That was a Fine. different time. It was a different time. There were four pay-per-views a year. Mm-hmm. Or when Bruno had it, there were no pay-per-views because they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, there was a wrestling show a month. You know, that type of thing. So, yeah. okay, cool. That That's fine to have it then. When you move into the Hogan era, you Hogan was only wrestling four or five times a year. And even then, you had the Intercontinental Championship. It was it was that held was, up as the belt. The know? Intercontinental Championship was the belt that you held before you got the world title. Yeah, in fact, it was originally it was the number one contender belt. Mm. You had the Intercontinental belt. You were the next up for the the world title, and you had to give up the IC belt when you challenged. And then if you won, cool. And if you lost, well. Now you went to the back of the line 
to get another shot at the IC belt because mm-hmm. now that IC title holder is next up for the belt. Yep. So back then it worked. Now where mm-hmm. I have five hours of wrestling on my television every week, plus YouTube, plus specials here and there, plus a pay-per-view every month. It doesn't work. Nope. They, Cody should have won. If you did not want to put the belt on Cody, someone else should have won. Period. So, yeah. What else have we got going on in the world of wrestling, Michael? Anything fun and exciting that we missed? Uh, not that I can think of. Well, I really don't know. There, if there is one thing that uh, apparently uh, well, Dark Side of the Ring Season 4, there is a rumoring floating out there of what the, uh, the expected shows are going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have one on Abdullah the Butcher. Okay. We're going to have one on Mike Awesome. Okay. We're going to have one on Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. We're going to have one on Chris Candino and Tammy Sitch. So, Sonny. Interesting. One on Marty Janetti. Chris Candido. Is he, that Canyon? He, uh, no, no. 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 But no. he is past. One on Marty Janetti. Ooh. Uh, one on Magnum TA, which will probably be very heartbreaking. Yeah. One on the Sandman. And one on Adrian Adonis. So, if that is the list for season four, I am uh, all for it. Yeah. All of those sound great. Yeah. Because Dark Side of the Ring is a very good show. They've done a very good job. Now, there have been a f- couple accusations out there. Yep. Uh, JR specifically. Have said that they've uh, taken kind of some of, of his out, stuff out of context. I, I don't know whether I believe that. A couple of things. I don't know how much of that I believe because it seemed like JR was being open and honest and then yep. maybe got the call from the good old boys of. Right. That said, Dude. you said too much. You know, and so he was trying to backtrack. Um, uh, not say anything about that. Right. I, we don't know the truth. We just know what. Has been presented to us. That's been stated. Um, there, there. Somebody had stated that they treated Bruiser Brody too well uh, in his because of the way he treated Booker's and things of that nature uh, during his time. You know how how stiff he was, how how very Ultimate Warrior ish he got from time to times about threatening to walk out and no shows. So. so uh, shows um so there were a couple of things that were said about how uh he uh they went a little too light on that however the man was stabbed to death and there was a no there was never any consequences for it so you know what i'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt yeah um so yeah the the man was stabbed to death and the authorities in puerto rico mm-hmm. covered it up Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Just just for that cover Allegedly. ourselves. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, also, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yes. Was indicted by the federal government. Yes. Uh, here for his 
his embezzlement, tax embezzlement, evasion. tax evasion, all of this stuff. Which, if you haven't been following in Mississippi, we have this whole huge scandal going on, yeah. which I'm sure most of us listeners, Ted DiBiase yes. and Ted DiBiase Jr. And uh, the Brett other Favre. Brett Favre. There's also the other DiBiase that's involved. Yeah. Yep. Um, the so. like, Mississippi Department of Medicare, like. <laughs> It's, it's the crazy. University of Southern Mississippi, yes. which is my alma mater. Right. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is insane that there's been this embezzlement fraud ring surrounding some federal funds that were supposed to go to needy families. Yep, and they didn't. They, and they went to these. Yep. They went to. They went to a volleyball yeah. court at USM. That's where Brett Favre comes tied into yep. it. Um, the DiBiase's were involved in getting yeah. some of that money supposedly for talks and that kind of thing. Yeah, contracts for talks and, and they for never things gave of them. that nature they never did. Instead, that money that money was actually tracked to purchasing a house, a boat, and an RV, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, look, had they given the talks? Mm-hmm. Sure, you want to use that money to buy a boat, a house, and an RV? It's your money. You earned it. But yeah. they didn't. They didn't. At least that's what they're accused of. Uh, we still we got to go with allegedly. allegedly accused of here the, uh, because none of this has been proven in court something yet. Something that I thought was funny I saw earlier was if DiBiase gets the maximum fine or the maximum jail time allowed by law for his counts, he is facing 145 years in prison. Uh, that's not going to happen, obviously. He, he Though I have a feeling and I hope I'm – wrong he will get a slap on the wrist and move on he might he's going to end up because this is the federal government and yes because this is a federal government they tend not to indict until they have made their case so i'm hoping Uh, there is some jail time here because there there will be some jail time because mississippi is one of the is i'm sorry i I spoke wrong there i said one of mississippi is the poorest state in the united states Mm. this money was meant for poor needy families and instead, it got shifted because of our government here in the state and all of that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I hope this dude goes to jail for a while. And just to reiterate, the one that was indicted is Ted DiBiase yes. Jr. Member not, of Legacy. Yes. Yes. Not not his dad. Not his dad. Although his, his dad, dad has, has been some accused. Charges. His dad has been accused and I believe also caught some charges. He hasn't been indicted yet. He like uh, fully on with it. He's he's been named, and I think yes, his brother I think has too. But I don't remember. Yeah, the Ted Ted DiBiase. Name. I think it's Brett. I, th- I think it's Brett, like Brett yes. DiBiase. Yes. Uh, with that being said, following this this news, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't even know what else to say because it's. He's caught these charges. He's probably going to jail. If I'm, I'm just a layman. I, I do not have a legacy legal... <laughs> reunion when when uh, right? Randy gets back. <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> coming to you live from yeah, right. federal from penitentiary. <laughs> no, it won't even be parchment. It's federal crimes, yeah, not that would state be crimes. Federal pen, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um. The rumored uh, match for CM Punk, if he comes back, it is rumored to be Jericho, because mm-hmm. Jericho is probably the only person on the AEW roster that's 
capable of making that match yeah. actually happen. Uh, there's apparently there's still ground to cover, which between means we've CM gotta, Punk which, and which then if the the stuff to be is to be believed that it's going to be on the 17th of June, then you know we've got a month for the Jericho at Cole feud to do its thing. Yeah, before moving on, uh, which we'll see what happens with all of that. You know, yep. there there's still ground between Jericho and Punk. Yeah, but. The like he's the person who's open to it, right? Uh, the FTR have volunteered to kind of be mediators in a meeting between Jericho and Punk, mm-hmm. and then hopefully, if that goes well, then potentially start a, a dialogue between Punk and the elite. According to, I believe it was Meltzer, mm-hmm. Punk has not apologized to the elite. But the given story there was that Punk was told not to communicate with them. Right. Which is the correct call, and Punk not reaching out to apologize is the correct call. Agreed. Yes. If he wants to come back, he needs to go through Tony, and he mm-hmm. needs to sincerely apologize, not just to the elite. He needs to apologize to Hangman Page. And the entire AEW roster. Yes. He for his actions, not in the fight. The no. fight is separate. For his actions at and his scrum. statements yep. at the media scrum. Yeah. And, and I I think that should be a all hands meeting where CM Punk gets up there and apologizes to everybody and then apologizes individually to Hangman, the elite, you know, because yep. of how things escalated. Absolutely. So, anyway. And Punk should not hold a title no. in AEW for the remainder for, of his career. I don't know if I would go the remainder of his career, but I would say for a long time, and it would be one of those, like, are you showing remorse for your actions? Because yeah. I think we've said it on this show before. All of this has kind of made me go back and look at how WWE treated Punk mm-hmm. and think... Uh, maybe there was more to it than what Punk said because Punk made his comments and WWE never really released a comment. Yeah. So all we had was Punk's side of things. And, you know, corporation bad. So we're all guilty of immediately thinking that the corporation's bad. Corporations are bad, but corporation bad. Um, And we kind of took Punk's side because corporations are punk. bad. They're not always in the wrong. Yes. Because we liked <laughs> Punk. After all this, I kind of have to look back at that and go, did he do something similar? But WWE is a much more professional company than AEW is. So it didn't get to the level that it is now? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So to wrap us up on some good news. Okay. Some potential spoilers Uh for the upcoming WWE draft. Okay. Which would mean main roster debut. So we're talking NXT people. Sure. Um, so Tyler Bate has been okay, mentioned. Cool. Um, Pretty Deadly. Okay. Zoe Stark. Okay. Cameron Grimes. Okay. Are and the one, the one that I'm really excited about, mm-hmm. especially because they're talking about putting him on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And assuming that 
another person stays on SmackDown, mm-hmm. Ila Dragunov. Ooh. Like, that'd be okay. <laughs> and yeah. if Gunther is still on SmackDown, please. Let's see a three. <laughs> let's see three. Come on, let's see three. Is this three or four? Maybe four. Maybe four. Uh, I think Either it's way. Four, but Le- whichever it is, please. let's see it. Please. Go back and watch Walter God. and Dragunov at NXT that was from a, 2021 so or 22, 2021, I think. I think there was one in 2021. Um, <laughs> that was a fight. Yes. That was not a wrestling match. I, I don't think there was a script. I think those two gentlemen just decided we're going to beat the hell out of each other because we want to. <laughs> The, and they did. <laughs> Dragunov is going to get the W here because he needs it, and it's yeah. time for Walter to drop this title. Yeah. It was the NXT UK title. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2021. Yeah. Uh, go check that match out. Uh, we we gave that match... All the stars. All the stars in the world because it deserved it. It was a fight. It was amazing. I think that that's how we should go out this week on whiskey and wrestling. So a big thank you to our friends here at McNarb gaming for allowing us to use this space Mm -hmm. and check them out. They have all of the board games, all of the card games. If you are interested in gaming, they have something here for you. Come check them out. They have all of the D and D stuff. The D and D movie just came out or is coming out here very soon. It's already come out. Yeah. I thought it had. So, if that got you interested in tabletop RPGs, yeah, come get some books. Come check them out. Maybe D and D's not your thing. There's people up here that are playing cyberpunk games. There's people up here that are playing all kinds of different tabletop RPGs. Yeah. Maybe check you stumbled across us and you haven't played in twenty years. Yeah, but you want to get back into it. Come up. You want to run a game? They've got a Facebook page. You can join their Facebook page and post that you're looking for to start a game and, and have fun. And they're always there's always people that want to play a game. Yep. So come up, have fun, play a game, learn a new game, mm-hmm. tell them we sent you. Yep. And then while you're here, stop by Big Dog Liquor. Uh, they're also here in Gaucher. You want whiskey, which is probably a good thing since you're listening to the Whiskey and Wrestling podcast. But if you want vodka or rum or tequila, you want wine of any sort, shape, variety, color, flavor, whatever, <laughs> swing by, see what he's got. He doesn't have it. You might can order it. If you're a if you are a wine person, and by that I mean capital W I N E person, um, you can order by the case, and I think yep. and he gives discounts for it. If you're a senior citizen or you're military, there's discounts out there for that. And if you go on Wednesdays, he doubles the discount. So basically, he stacks them. He stacks them. He doesn't yes. necessarily double. He doesn't he double. Stacks he stacks them, just like Roman did with uh, Brian Danielson and Edge. Look at Ooh. that callback. And now that you're done listening to us, check out our friends over at Travelers on the Omnibus. In fact, I think that they just played a tabletop. We were talking about tabletop RPGs a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I think they just played one, and they there played, might be a, uh, yeah. a familiar voice. They, they played the Cypher system, and I was on there. Uh, so, they also, I think their most recent episode was the Trivia... For the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had their 50th episode, I yes, believe? Yes, yes. So 50th overall episode. Congrats on 50, guys. Congrats. Definitely congrats on that. Where, yeah, they talked about their 
trivia that they mm-hmm. offered. And then while you're listening to them, uh, once you're done, listen to Jody Kite. Mm-hmm. Jody is a member of Travelers who does uh, his own podcast called uh, Fearology, where he talks about uh, horror movies and his relationship with them. So give that a listen. And if movies are your thing, check out our friends over at Silence Your Cell Phones. They talk about all kinds of movies, not just horror movies, comedies, action, and bingeable TV shows. So give them a listen. They have a live stream on YouTube. Check them out and let them know that we sent you. Let everybody know that we sent you. Mm-hmm. If you got questions or you want to talk to us or tell us how wrong we are about how good of a booker Tony Khan is, right? let us know on Facebook. We're yeah. on there, Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. We will gladly disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I will gladly have a discussion with you on why you were wrong and Tony Khan is a bad booker. If that's not what you want to discuss, you want to discuss something WWE, or even if you want to discuss something TNA, mm-hmm. let us know. Absolutely. So, so I guess with that, all that said, that's pretty much it for us. Yeah. Uh, so we will be signing off. When next we talk, one <laughs> member among this staff will be married. He will. And we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. Yeah. So with that, cheers. cheers.